sports, politics, life. Jocelyn's Jewelry presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. There's such a big difference between being frustrated and being down, and I feel a, a certain amount of responsibility every day to provide this podcast for you and not be a downer, to bring as much positivity and optimism to it as I can, because that is the nature of conservatism. That's the nature of being American. That's the nature of being someone who strives to be part of and live in this experiment of American exceptionalism. But sometimes you just get a little bit discouraged. And this, this maybe is not discouraging, isn't really the word. I'm certainly not down over this, but I'm frustrated by this for certain. I don't understand how we can have so many more opportunities to gain information, especially from a conservative point of view or something in the middle. So many options out there for people to consume. And yet our culture seems so fixated with nonsense on TikTok and Hollywood celebrity and gossip news. And maybe it's just an escape for people that it seems to me that the electorate is getting dumber and dumber. That so many people just lined up in the midterms and voted against themselves. That they voted for something that has none of their self-interest attached to it. They voted for rising crime. They voted for illegal immigration. They voted for higher prices. They voted for a recession. They voted for all these things. And, and not everyone. Again, listen, you know, the narrative is what the topic is here. The narrative of what is discussed and what is portrayed out there versus what's really going on is really what frustrates me. And I'll give you a, a real quick example before we get to one here locally that is fascinating to me. The classic example is that we got 5 million more votes than the Democrats in the midterms, which doesn't happen. And somehow we lost. (laughs) Okay, we won the House of Representatives, so the spending is over. We control the purse now. We can slow down Biden's ridiculous spending. We don't have the Senate, but it was a bad year for the Senate. But we've had all these things happen. There's so much frustration that I feel over no progress in the narrative. Voters just can't be trusted to make the right decision because the narrative that's out there is fake. Whether it's the Paul Pelosi home invasion, that there's no information, no body cams, no anything. There's nothing on that. There's nothing, there's nothing to see here. This happened. We don't want you to see it. The crypto guy, billions of dollars disappears overnight. Turns out he's the second largest donor of the Democrat party. Nothing to see here. He's in the Bahamas. There's nothing we can do. Really? Hunter Biden story just non-existent. Ukraine fires missiles into Poland and we almost start World War III because the whole world was blaming Russia and Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, is still blaming Russia to his own people. He, lo- he would look so inept to his own people. In U- Ukraine is not a free country, folks. It's not a democracy. It's not a democracy. It's a socialist country. Zelensky is there for life. He jails his political opponents. He is a thug. He's the thug we like because he hates Putin, but he's a thug. He's, a, he's far left of left, a socialist. And so while the world has said, okay, we saw the remnants of these missiles, they're Ukrainian, he's telling his people in the Ukraine that these were Russians. We have so much, you know, I feel so stupid sometimes because I, I just, I laugh at so many things that they bring up 
and then somehow it works for them. They always tell us what they're doing by accusing conservatives of doing it. These new terms in the last couple of years, misinformation and disinformation, and accusing Republicans of that. Well, hell, that's exactly what they're doing with all of this stuff. I mean, what what is more, what's worse misinformation than reporting with your partners in the media that the Russians fired two missiles into Poland? That's misinformation. That's wrong. It was inaccurate. It's wrong. Anybody backtracking? Anybody apologizing for it? Not really. It's just gone. Oh, it's just the Associated Press. We don't really have to trust them anyway, right? It doesn't matter. The story was out there for 24 hours that it was Russia. And that's what they wanted everybody to hear. Then they backtrack on it. I think our intel people knew right away it wasn't Russian. But they wanted the information out there that was Russia. They wanted the whole world to think it was Russia. Let's feed this beast. It's evil. It's misinformation. What they accuse us of is exactly what they are doing. The laughable one was the last month of the midterm elections when democracy was at stake. Thank God we won the House because democracy was at stake. If the Democrats wanted it, it might have been over. They might have been able to change this country completely in the next two years to where it could never be recovered. That's possible. That was possible because they're running it like a, a dictatorship. They are. They've done it with their misinformation and disinformation, and they'll play the long game. They got all day. They got years and years and years to achieve their goal, but we'd better watch out with the latest thing they were saying to us. And the latest thing they've been saying to us is that democracy is in peril. Democracy is on the ballot. Democracy is at stake. When they do this about us, they're telling us what they're doing. It's the equivalent of a football coach telling his opponent, yeah, we're really, really worried about their quarterback. You know, you're playing some backup. You're playing the Jaguars. Doesn't even matter. Trevor Lawrence doesn't have to be a backup. He just isn't that good. Oh, God, this is a great. He was drafted higher than Mahomes. He says, yo, this is a franchise quarterback. We're really locked in this week on the Jaguars. What you're saying is our quarterback's better than yours. That's the way they do things. And it's very frustrating that we cannot control that. And it's frustrating that the, the misinformation and disinformation that they talk about is really the first 24 hours of the news cycle because everything they do turns out to be wrong they, or just ignore Hunter Biden. That's the Russians in his computer. That worked. That worked for them. It's the same thing with the missiles in Poland. It worked for them. You pull American people today, I'll bet you most of the American people, if they've heard about this news story, think the Russians fired those into Poland. I'd be willing to bet that with my last dollar right now, that most Americans would believe it was the Russians that did it. But for the most part, the problem with our democracy is every single day, fewer and fewer people care about any of this. And the massive amount of people that now vote, that Trump brought in to vote, because, because of what? Because of his celebrity. Americans love celebrities. They may not want to make a Kardashian president of the United States, but they'd go vote if a Kardashian was on the ballot. And that's what Trump has done. He's brought in all these voters and he brought in a lot of good conservative voters, but man, he brought in a whole bunch of kids that are just enthralled with celebrity. They grew up watching Home Alone and Donald Trump was in it and the kids stayed Home Alone, New York. He stayed at Trump Tower and all this. I mean, it's just, it's the celebrity component. And it's not good for us. And somehow 
with more and more media and more and more attention and more and more conservative media, we're moving more and more to the left with every messaging bit that is out there. And this has manifested itself even on local levels now. And while there is certainly a great history in Kansas City, great meaning there's there's an enormous amount of history, not necessarily great, about power brokers, the Pendergast machine, things like that, running this city, mafia involvement. H. Robartle, for his part, the chief. There have been a lot of strong-arm leaders in Kansas City that have forced their way on the people of this city and built it into what it is today. I think we all like to think of ourselves as a little more advanced than that now. That the people can organize and understand what is going on and stop these things from happening. And yet that doesn't appear to be occurring. It doesn't appear to be occurring with the government in Kansas City, Missouri, where the leftists have complete control of it. We have record crime. We've rebuilt downtown miraculously, but we did it mostly with tax dollars and government money. Not much of it was done with private business. Some private business has contributed, but most of it was just through grants, government programs, tax breaks, whatever it may be. Full disclosure, I was part of it. I had a condo in the Western Auto Building for a while uh, with two of my former partners. We bought a condo and rented it out as an investment property because we got 15 years of no property taxes. Like, why wouldn't we do this? We did it. Wasn't the greatest financial success of my life, but we did it. We took advantage of those things. I'm not saying that I wouldn't take advantage of those things, but they're they're going to get you in the end. And the latest is this new stadium for the Royals. And we addressed this on the podcast on Wednesday that John Sherman has got a lot of balls. John Sherman's got a lot of balls to write an open letter where he says he needs $2 billion for a baseball stadium. And there were details in there, and we talked about those yesterday. I'm not going to go over what we talked about yesterday, but we've got a new development here today from absolutely my go-to favorite website every morning, and that's Tony's Kansas City. I've told you about this website, and if you're not going there, you're missing out on what's going on in our community. If you're a Kansas Cityan, or if you're originally from Kansas City and you live elsewhere and you want to know what's going on, this is better than any other Kansas City website. Tony is amazing. It's an aggregate site. He pulls other stories. He writes it with his own flair. He's an interesting guy, and he has some information now on the Royals and their new stadium. If you go to Tony's Kansas City today, you can read a story that he has titled, New Royals Stadium Will Destroy What's Left of Kansas City's West Side. That piques my interest. Tony's really good, and I'm gonna, I don't do this very often because the, the one thing that I hear over and over and over that I absolutely can't stand right now in media is Ben Shapiro on his radio show or his podcast reading wire stories to his listeners. It's painful. It is painful broadcasting, and I don't ever want to be that guy. So I hope you'll indulge me here because I would not do this justice by commenting on this story without you first hearing it. So I'm gonna, it's not long. I'm going to share it with you. I've given you the headline, and remember, Tony's Kansas City, he writes everything with a little snark to it. He has fun with things, but man, when he makes his point, he drives it home. And there's one really interesting thing in here that I'm going to email Tony later because I don't really know him. He likes it that way. He likes to remain mostly private and write his blog and have his website and have his impact. And he does have impact on media in this town. And he has impact on power brokers in this town. His website has influence. Tony's Kansas City. And he writes 
Here we go. It was fun while it lasted. Now, the original old school enclave for Kansas City Latinos will soon be replaced by a taxpayer corporate party district in support of this town's mediocre Major League Baseball franchise. To put it plainly, top echelon insiders reveal the new Kansas City Royal Stadium will likely bulldoze the south end of the west side. The stadium isn't going inside the loop. There's no room. The east crossroads was the desired locale, but access to highways and parking is sketchy. However, Kansas City's west side offers a clear path to fans from Johnson County and plenty of low-end real estate to clear out. Even better, mediocre politicians representing mediocre political representation is already hoping to sell out the last remnants of the old neighborhood in order to make way for the home team. Our favorite fun fact is this. Right now, Boulevard Brewery towers over this part of the community, and they bought off most of the leaders around here with a few beers. More hypocrisy to consider. Whilst whilst our bike lane friends loathe highways, for some reason they hate homeowners. And again, they'll be easy to pay off as well. The West Side has always been victim to development schemes, and this latest effort seems like the natural conclusion of more than a half century of gentrification. Don't count on Tony's Kansas City to protest. The Royals offered this blog a bit of spare change. We didn't take it, but the move signals that bulldozers will be looking for the basement AQ of this blogger. Don't worry, we've evaded far more formidable challengers, like middle-class white women with schemes to make Tony's Kansas City wear nice clothes and work at an office job. But I digress. Of course, there'll be slap fighting, empty promises, and a great deal of fantasy reported to the most clueless public ever. But in the end, a billionaire leading an investment group of multimillionaires will happily pave over low-income homes in order to build a temple to a team that lost 97 games. That's it. That's the way Tony's Kansas City delivers it, and he is spot on. And he's got, obviously, you can tell, personal attachment to this part of the Latino community. And it's meaningful to him. Some of the absolutely best restaurants in Kansas City are right there, down around Southwest Boulevard, and they're, they're real Mexican restaurants, and there's a bunch of them. They're fantastic. I've been eating there since I, I went to work at Channel 4 in 1988, and I didn't know much about that area down on Southwest Boulevard. But Channel 4 is very close to there, and a very popular lunch place at that time was called California Taqueria. I'm like, whoa, what is this? I've never had Mexican food like this. And we'd go by, you know, it was lunchtime. Just go grab something. You'd get in the line and you'd grab it and you'd go. I'm not talking about some sit-down Mexican restaurant where a guy will come give you fried ice cream on your birthday and sing at your table. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about chi-chis here. I'm talking about real Mexicans with real taquerias and great, great food. And if that's where they're talking, they're going to wipe out a lot of history and tradition in Kansas City. Again, Tony says he's not going to fight it. He said, how can I fight this? You're not going to beat these people at what they do. They're going to go around and they're going to offer people for their homes or their buildings more than they're worth, and those people are going to take it. That's what they will do. When you have $2 billion to spend, that's what you do. And so it will likely happen. As a site, they're on to something. And what Tony astutely points out in his piece here, we're talking about a downtown ballpark where Johnson Countyans don't have to go downtown. They can pull off at row 
in Johnson County and just barely, I mean by the narrowest of margins, get across the state line into Missouri, where I'm sure they will build ample parking, have easy access to I-35 and back to the Golden Ghetto. I mean, you have to credit these people if this is really what they're going to do. This is brilliant. The stadium, at least, when I first heard, hey, they're going to build this thing on the west side, or I'm sorry, the east side of downtown, I'm like, really? And we're going to have a view from the upper deck of the projects? So if they put this stadium where they're talking, where this story suggests it's destined to be, you will have a beautiful view of the spires or whatever they are at Bartle Hall, the Kauffman Center, and the downtown skyline. They'll be able to pull that off. Kansas City will look great for the fans sitting in the stands and the television cameras. It'll look spectacular from there. It will. You don't have to be right in downtown in order to get the effect of downtown. This is also farther away. If they put an entertainment district there, this is also farther away from the Power and Light District, which is an entertainment district. The question I will have if they're going here is, is will there be a joint effort in order to pull this off between Kansas and Missouri? Might they put the ballpark in Missouri and some of the development, the housing, the restaurants, the shops, the entertainment, might some of those things be in Kansas? Might they look for star bonds there and tax breaks from the state of Kansas in order to put some revenue-generating things in Kansas? Could this actually be right on the state line? Because that's where we're talking. There's a quick trip down there on Southwest Boulevard. I don't know if you're familiar with it. You go up Signal Hill from there. There used to be a Wade's. I think it's a Minsky's now. The quick trip about 15 years ago, 20 years ago, as I recall, the quick trip, the QT, at that time, they tore it down and they rebuilt it on the same piece of land. And if I'm not mistaken, they moved it 30 feet to the east. So the majority of the property would be in Missouri and they would have lower tax rates. That's, I mean, there is no simple state line down through there, folks. You go down on Southwest Boulevard, good luck figuring out what's in Kansas and what's in Missouri as you start to head south and which road gets, goes which way. These roads don't go north and south down there. They're angled. This is old school KC where there was a downtown and everything went out like a spoke. And Southwest Boulevard goes out like a spoke. And it turns from Missouri to Kansas at some point, but I can't identify exactly where that is. Can you? Now, if we're going to put the ballpark down there, does the entertainment village go farther down to where that, that quick trip is? Are we going that far down with the entertainment? If you go that far down, you may be getting into Kansas or you may be able to build things in Kansas. Or certainly investors may buy property in Kansas and say, hey, listen, we can put you in the state of Kansas down here in a shiny new condo by the ballpark. I don't know what could happen. It sounds like, for me, a great spot. Sounds like they're onto something. It sounds terrible for the community that's there right now. But where else are they going to do this? I would encourage anyone to go to Tony's Kansas City and read his story today. It reads better than I read it to you. Okay, I gave you the facts and the information. When you read it to yourself, it's funny as hell. He's a, he's a talented, funny guy, and I would encourage you to go check that out. But this is just another case of what we started with, and that is the frustration of the narrative. The narrative is and will be in Kansas City. This is great, 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 great. What they don't bring up is people will lose their homes, and you and I will pay for this. We don't have any choice. That's I, I guess my frustration from this is what I was talking about, you know, Biden and the things that they're doing in D.C., the things that are happening with the Democrat Party. 
you just feel helpless. You feel like you have no choice, that they're in charge, they control the narrative, that most people don't care and aren't looking. And as long as we have air to breathe, water to drink, and a roof over our head and a loaf of bread, we're all okay. I don't know how we got to that place, but I see this now happening as a community in Kansas City with this Royals stadium. Nobody's asking some real fundamental questions. Where's the money coming from? I can answer that. It's going to be our money. Who's going to be displaced? How bad is it going to be? Well, a lot of people are going to be displaced by this. And maybe the, the, the top issue of the entire thing is, don't even say they ask this question out loud. You're not allowed to. They won't allow you to ask this out loud in Kansas City. What about the Chiefs? If the Royals are getting all this money, what do the Chiefs get? Now we have to double the price? We're looking at $4 billion? I mean, we don't have it. There's a recession. People are backing off what they're buying for Thanksgiving, for God's sake. And John Sherman has the balls to step forward in this economy and say, I'm going to take $2, million, $2 billion to build this stadium? Or as Tony's Kansas City points out, for a 97-loss team? Really? Right now? We've been through a pandemic. Biden's killed the economy. You think people have an appetite for this? If you're going to put something on the ballot, you better cheat. That's what I'll tell the Democrats in Kansas City and Jackson County and Missouri. You better cheat your ass off to get this passed. Because I don't see how anybody's voting for it. I don't. Would we like a new ballpark? Yes. Let the billionaire build it. He gets to build the restaurants, the shops, and the condos around it. If you can't develop... If, you, if you're a real estate developer in the United States of America and you cannot make hundreds of millions of dollars off building housing, condos, entertainment, restaurants, shops around a Major League Baseball franchise, of which there's how many cities? 25? 25 Major League cities? You can't do it in one of 25 cities in America where they're allowing you to develop real estate all around this ballpark and you can't Make money on your own without the government. Shame on you. You're a really crappy developer. Because this is fish in a barrel. It's a minimum 81 baseball games a year. 81 dates for the baseball team. There's usually a couple of other dates because they'll probably play a preseason game there. That's date number 82 or 83 or an open practice of some sort. They'll build it to where they can have 10 concerts a year down there. They'll do weddings. They'll do corporate events. There will be big events. We're talking easily 100 dates a year, which is not 365 days a year. But man, you build something like that with 100 dates a year, people want to buy the real estate around it and people will come down and eat, shop, dine, whatever. And sometimes they'll just come down in the middle of winter to be near the ballpark and think of summer. These people got stones, man. It's just, I'm, I'm exhausted by it. I'm exhausted of them taking from us. I'm tired of paying for the Ukraine war. I'm sick of everybody reaching into my freaking pocket for something that they want to do because they're in control. And then the people that vote don't pay any attention to it. It's like nobody cares. Nobody that votes cares about the spending. It's just gone. It's just print more money. Let's just spend it and buy it and do it. And the stuff that we spend money on is so stupid. The Green New Deal is a complete waste of time and effort. You're not fixing anything, if it's even broken, by spending this money in the United States when India and China are doing what they're doing to the atmosphere. 
It isn't happening. $91 billion we're up to in the Ukrainian war. Really? We have that kind of money just laying around? Or are we $33 trillion in debt? And now you're going to raise our taxes while we're in a recession and we have inflation. We're tired of this. I am so sick of paying for other people's mistakes. I've worked my, I've paid for my own mistakes. You have too. I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm absolutely sick and tired of paying for this stuff. The Royals better come up with a hell of a plan that it's mostly their money and no income tax or anything like that on the people of this great city. This better be a, a ticket tax or something on travelers or something. You better figure it out. You better get creative or this kid ain't voting yes. If I even have a vote. All right, there's my rant. KKHI is brought to you by bstock.net. I got an email from Chris today. He's got hundreds of Dell laptop computers. He says, you can't even imagine how many laptops we have under $500 right now for great Christmas gifts or just to get a new laptop. Their feature Black Friday blowout special is the Dell Latitude 5400 14-inch full HD Windows 10 Pro. This is insane. $349. And they got a bunch of them. And they're brand new. And they come with extended warranties if you want to get them. And that doesn't cost very much. Bstock.net. They will ship it anywhere in the country. Or visit them at 14680 South Flaming Road in Olathe. They also have a Black Friday special on right now. Vizio 65 OLED 4K HDTV 999. This is a beauty of a Vizio. It's the top end. 1400 elsewhere. 999 at bstock.net, the Vizio 65. They will not last long. They got a couple dozen of them, but they're going to go. This is a high-end monster TV. Vizio 65, OLED, ask for it at bstock. Got an awesome email here from Rick. This is great. Uh, Dear Kevin, we called John Hutchins about a year ago to install our amazing garage floor. Here's the side story. I had a picture from a friend in Tennessee who had his garage floor done, loved his color, I asked John if he could do that color. He said, well, we don't have it, but I could order it in special for an additional $500. I said, no, thanks. I picked out a stock color from his charts for the floor. The next day, Heather, his wife, called me and asked if she could come out to the house. She wanted to see if she could match the color that I wanted. She and I played around with the flakes on the ground until we came up with very close to what I was looking for at no additional charge. The customer service at Amazing Garage Floors is unparalleled. Heather was, was slash is super to work with. He also mentioned that he's worked with Banner Garage with some things he's done in his garage. That's another nice company. But I just, John, I, I, is John at Fantasy Camp this week? Is this the week he's at Fantasy Camp? I don't, he hasn't texted me. John, we got to understand. Heather's the star of the business. She's the star of the business. It's, it's pretty obvious now when you call... Amazing garage floors. We love Hutch. He was in the Air Force. He's a great patriot. It's Heather. It is Heather. And this email confirms that. <laughs> I'm going to start talking about Heather for amazing garage floors because she is amazing. Advanced Medical Imaging is in Lawrence. They're online at medimageks.com. Get an MRI or a CT scan today. Why wait with an expensive hospital chain where they delay you three weeks? If you need a scan, you need a scan. Get there and get it done. Schedule today or tomorrow. You can do all this in 45 minutes or less. Why would you wait? All major insurance accepted. A lot of healthcare is a mess. 
notmedimageks.com. These folks are great. Also, maybe make it a goal of the new year to get a heart scan if you're over 40 and get your plaque score. This is out of pocket, but it's under 100 bucks. Tricia would be more than happy to schedule it for you by calling 785-856-0224 or online at medimageks.com. Okay, um, let's do some positive. Here we go. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better as we go in this podcast. Is that, is that okay? Everybody okay with that? We got a couple of categories here. We're going to do our voice of the week and heroes of the week. We're going to do them back to back, and they're both just great feel-good stories. Our voice of the week is a man named Winston Marshall. You may know the band Mumford & Sons. Winston Marshall was essentially canceled by his bandmates in Mumford & Sons because he's conservative. Period. That's it. He read a book and liked it and tweeted out that this is a good book about how Antifa is trying to divide people and destroy things. And his bandmates did not like that at all. So they sat down with him, whatever. They've all made a lot of money. So maybe this is a category of Winston Marshall had a lot of money and it was easy for him to walk away at the time. But listen, his life outside of Mumford and Sons isn't as good as in Mumford and Sons because they're a big deal. They play in front of giant crowds. They make a lot of money. So Winston Marshall now does a Marshall Matters podcast. This is a podcast about taboo topics like Black Lives Matter, Antifa. He says people around the world are self-censoring because they think it's for their own benefit and they have it completely backwards. Don't self-censor. Marshall says we've forgotten our core Christian values. He is now playing solo shows. with. He's the banjo guy, but he's playing a guitar doing solo shows and a stripped-down version of some of the Mumford songs and some of his own songs. And according to this story, uh, this man, after being essentially canceled by his bandmates, has been dismayed at the violence and the George Floyd riots and all that. These are direct quotes. Hill says, Marshall says, my hill I ended dying on, which I didn't think it would be, was far-left extremism in the United States. Remember, these people are from... Uh, Europe, Great Britain, or Scotland. If you, Great Britain, I'm not sure. UK. If you care about black lives, as the supporters of Black Lives Matter people purport to, do you not care about all the black businesses that were destroyed during the riots? Do you not care that 19 people were killed in the first, te- first 14 days of the riots? This is serious stuff. And that's not to say that one doesn't care about transgenders or one doesn't care about black people. Of course we care. We've got to look at the whole picture. Otherwise, we're not helping anyone. So people should care about these issues. I certainly do. Marshall initially apologized following backlash about his tweet and then said, you know what? Screw it. No, I'm going to speak freely the rest of my life. Quote, no point in having regrets. Marshall says, one needs to move forward and look forward in life. Things are what they are, and I'm enjoying the work I'm doing now very much. He did a benefit show in New York for an outfit called FAIR, which is the Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism, nonprofit, nonpartisan, pro-human organization. He believes this is where our future is, and I think he believes himself in the category of intolerance. He thinks people were intolerant of his free speech, and he ain't standing for it. So we love our Voice of the Week, Winston Marshall from Mumford & Sons. Our Heroes of the Week are the cops in Leewood, Kansas. If you have not seen the video, it has gone viral globally. 117th and Tomahawk. That's right by a waterway car wash. I think it's sort of near there, but this is a a nice area. There's a creek and some woods that run through there. Tomahawk Creek Parkway is a beautiful little road. 
It's tree-lined. There's a park to the east, gorgeous walking trails. It's a really pretty part of Kansas City. Nature, a lot of nature, a lot of beauty right there. Woman is driving on Monday, makes a mistake, does whatever, hits a car, goes off the road, hits a tree, car flips, car catches fire. Leewood cops got there first. They got there before the fire department of the first responder, and it's a good thing. She is pinned under the car while it is on fire. Leewood police released the body cam footage yesterday, and it is spectacular. These cops ran to this fire. They ran to this car, and they started lifting that car up as best they could. They got about two or three inches of clearance. Remember, the car's on its side, and it's crushing her. And another cop goes, keep going, keep going, keep going. And they're all just communicating beautifully. It's, it's fantastic to watch. And he starts sliding her and sliding her and sliding her. And you can see her pulling her out, pulling her out. A little more, a little more. Pull, pull, pull. He goes, clear, clear. We're good. And that's where the video ended. It is a remarkable, remarkable thing to view in light of what so many people in this country think of the police. You have to see it. The woman's in the hospital. She had serious injuries. They believe she will have a full recovery. Those are your heroes this week. Leewood Police. Spectacular. One more news note before we get on to sports. California is expecting a $25 billion shortfall in their budget in 2023. Oh, geez. I wonder who's going to pay for that. That sounds like people from conservative states are going to have to pay for that. What it sounds like to me. Individuals and businesses are leaving California so quickly, 25, not million, $25 billion shortfall in 2023 to run their budget. Because this year, their revenue collected this year is $41 billion less than they expected. Now, I wasn't a math major and I'm not an accounting major. I'll defer to my friend Stan Weber, who's the greatest math guy, accounting guy you've ever met. If you're $41 billion short in your revenue, something tells me you're going to be a little bit more than $25 billion short in your expenditures next year, if you're California. I call bull on $25 billion. I'll bet it's at least $41 billion. And that would mean they would be spending what they thought they were going to have to spend and not overspending. Good luck with that. Remember, these are Democrats. I, I just wouldn't care at all about California doing this, except we're going to pay for it. They don't have the money to pay for it. We're going to pay for it. Sports Today brought to you by the Finch Knife Company online at finchknifeco.com. These are unbelievable Christmas gifts. You can find them at Shields in Overland Park and the Bullet Hole. Fry Orthodontics, Dr. Jeremy and his team. You know, maybe the kids come home from school and they got a little time off this holiday season. Be a good time to get into Fry Orthodontics, have them take a look around and say, what would the treatment plan be with braces, or Invisalign. Schedule your first free appointment by calling 469-9191 or log on to fryorthodontics.com. It's a perfect time of year to get the kiddos checked out and see if it's time for a perfect smile. Advantage Termite and Pest Control, if you're scheduling services for next year in any way, lawn maintenance, uh, termite, pest control, routine, commercial, residential, call now, get on the schedule for next year and make the switch to Advantage, a company that I've used for over 20 years. Now they're a proud sponsor of KKHI. That's awesome. Online at AdvantageTPC.com, 913-768-8989. Advantage, 
termite, and pest control. All right, the Chiefs are headed out to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. We'll do a lot more of this on Friday for sure. The AFC West is over if the Chiefs win. It seems way too early to look at a game like this and say this is the season. And it's not the season for the Chiefs because the Chiefs could lose this and there's plenty of ways to see the Chiefs would still win the AFC West. They could still become the one seed. There's The Chiefs just have built themselves more wiggle room. Remember, this is the team that lost Tyreek Hill and is now up in points scored. Their record is better than a year ago. Mahomes has more touchdown passes. I mean, this is ridiculous what they've done. Yesterday, they had their top three receivers mispracticed. They were going to be okay, I think. Well, Juju Smith-Schuster won't be, but he's not going to play this week. I can't see any way. But the Chiefs a little dinged up. They're going to be fine by Sunday. This is a big game. It has become such a joke wearing out the tired old narrative of Tyreek Hill not being here. There is now a Chiefs drinking game. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. don't know if you drink or not. I don't know if you watch games with friends or not. I think young Chiefs fans have started this. It's clever. It's creative. You know what a drinking game is, right? Something happens. Something is said. Something whatever. And everybody has to drink. Take a shot. Whatever it is. Sip of your beer. So the Chiefs drinking game 2022 is very simple. If the broadcasters say the name Tyreek Hill, woo, everybody takes a drink. Because you're laughing it off. Chiefs fans have moved on. It's over. It's working for the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill's having a great year, but the Chiefs are better. Chiefs are having a better offensive season than they had with Tyreek Hill. So it's kind of a joke here. And I mentioned or put on Twitter on Sunday, I was at Nick and Jake's having lunch in Shawnee with another couple. And there were five or six people at the bar. And we kept seeing them go, woo, and having a drink. And I finally walked up and I said, what the heck is that? And they got, this was halftime. And they go, well, Phil Sims just said Tyreek Hill's name again. I said, what, what? Phil Sims, it was the fifth time in this broadcast we heard the name Tyreek Hill. The halftime show mentioned it, so they all had another drink. They are playing the drinking game. They said, yeah, it's online, it's everywhere, everybody's doing it. <laughs> this is the, the Chiefs are making a mockery now of not having Tyreek Hill. Look, the Chiefs did the right thing here. A lot of Chiefs fans were panicked. What are they saving in cap space, 20 million? I mean, just the cap space alone. Plus, they've gotten better. They're getting younger. There's a lot of good things going on here with the Chiefs. So look, the Chiefs are better than the Chargers. The Chargers are underperforming again. It's what they do. They're 5-4. and four. The Chiefs are 7-3. and three. Justin Herbert has not become the player people thought. He has all the physical tools, but he had him in college, and he wasn't the player people thought. He has him in the NFL, and they're not. There is a school of thought that what Justin Herbert really needs is a better offense, that he needs a more creative offense like the Chiefs have or Buffalo, or some other teams, that it needs to be not so stale. He has weapons, he has ability, but that the coaching isn't right. The system, the scheme isn't right. I don't know. Chargers have had a million injuries. They've had a lot more injuries than the Chiefs this year. But here's what happens Sunday night if the Chiefs win. If the Chiefs win, they go to 8-2. and two. Chargers go to 5-5. Five and five. Chiefs have the tiebreaker. That's four-game lead. There's no, there's no way the Chargers are coming back from that and winning the division outright. They'd have to win it outright. There's just no way. If the Chiefs lose, again, Chiefs Chargers division season is over if they lose Sunday night. So the Chiefs know this going in. This is the only game the rest of the year that really matters to the Chargers. This is their playoff game. This is their chance. This is their chance to stay alive and have a chance to win the AFC West. If 
the Chiefs lose, they fall to seven and three, and the Chargers are six and four. There is no tiebreaker. Their head-to-head is even, and you can see the race is on. Like, it will literally be a race to see who wins the AFC West if the Chiefs lose. Chiefs have been very good at these games. Andy Reid is very good at winning his division. He's not as good in the playoffs. Certainly isn't good as in title games. AFC Championship or Super Bowls. Not been his thing. But man, oh man, is he good at winning divisions. Chiefs are a whopping six-and-a-half-point favorite. I ain't doing that. Mm-mm. No, I know what division games are about. I, I was on the Chris DeGaulle show on Monday, and he says, oh, what a crappy game we got Monday night. It's Philadelphia and Washington. I said, Chris, it's a division game. I don't blow these things off. You can't. The Vegas statistics this year against the spread are insanely favored toward underdogs. Underdogs of four points or more have covered the spread almost 70% of the time this year. And underdogs of four points or more have won half the games. It's been nuts. Underdogs have crushed it in the NFL this year. No, this one lines up as a very hard game for the Chiefs. Very, very, very hard game for the Chiefs. We'll do much more on that on Friday's podcast, along with the other football and basketball games this weekend and Lee Sterling's picks. We always look forward to that on Fridays. Brought to you by Cross Kitchens KC. Quick mentions for these guys, and we'll get right to our next story. Cross Kitchens KC, I got another email today. A guy who has an appointment Tuesday with Tim. Going to sit down in his house and see what they can do for them. Love this guy. Tim Cross at CrossKitchensKC.com. Ron Buck's been a friend of mine for 20 years. Great dude. Just a great dude. Great roofer. Please don't consider anyone else. This is the guy you want. If you see a ceiling spot, you better make the call. 913-384-2680. Sleep well knowing Buck Roofing fixed the roof over your head. And Window World, simply the best for less, the title sponsor of KKHI. They're incredible. Official Windows of the Chiefs, online at windowskansascity.com. I don't know the exact timeline of the moving storm in the Northeast, but I love this. I saw this morning, and I don't, I, I don't get crazy excited when the groundhogs tell me that it's going to do this or do that. We, we all have skepticism now, which makes it far more difficult when a hurricane like Ian is coming to believe it, which is why some people stay behind because there's so many false alarms and so much hype with meteorologists and things like that. That's real. They've gotten better. They used to be worse. It was worse 15 years ago. They've gotten better about, wow, we can't do this to people. This is dangerous. They've gotten better. Let me give them credit. But I heard a forecast this morning that over the next three days, there could be as much as six feet of snow in Buffalo. The Bills host the Browns on Sunday at noon. This snowstorm could carry into Sunday. I don't think it's scheduled to hit until tomorrow. It's like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. Okay, I want Cleveland to be able to fly in there and land and and play this game. Even if they have to go early before the storm hits. I want them, I want this game. All I want, Chiefs play Sunday night. All I want Sunday at noon is to watch the Browns and the Bills play in a blizzard. That is all I want. I want to turn my fireplace on. I want to pop some popcorn. I want my dog on my lap. I may have my little slippers on, and I want to watch that. I want to watch. There is nothing better than sitting at home by your fireplace watching a football game in a killer snowstorm. Like one that you're just like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I'm not at this game. Thank you, Lord, for giving me this beautiful home in this fireplace right now. Thank you. That's all I want. That's possible on Sunday. Again, I don't know the timing 
of the storm, but it sounds like a whole lot is headed toward the northeast, and I like that. For us, we're headed to the mid-50s next week. Looks like we're going to be maybe around 55 degrees on Thanksgiving Day. How good will that be? My mom's going to be coming over. We're a week away. I got two of my three kids here. The in-laws are coming. It's going to be a great day. We have a a covered deck that's kind of screened in. I've got a uh, we put a heater in the out there in a fireplace. We have a big giant table out there that we dine on all summer long and stuff like that. We may use that as an auxiliary area. That, that sounds great to me. I know Thanksgiving's supposed to be about snow and winter and all that, but it's a little warmer. 55 is a perfect way to sit on that covered porch. That's beautiful. I got that taken care of. So we got space now. This is going to be fun. This is our first Thanksgiving in our new home. We're just really looking forward to having everybody over. And I hope you're looking forward to your holiday as well. Thanks so much as always for listening to KKHI. Please hit the like, follow, or subscribe button and tell your friends about it. You'd be doing us a huge favor by spreading the word this holiday season when you're around others. Let them know about the podcast. We hope to make a difference as we go forward right here at Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Ah!